You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 110. Hey, you guys, what's up? Today, I'm hanging out with you. As you know, I podcast from my little office, which is on the side of my kitchen, and my son Sterling is eating snacks and gabbing in the background. So if you hear him, just know that he's my co-host today. So I want to talk to you today about content creation and a little bit of batching. So what content creation is, is creating what you're going to post online. For my students in the Party Planner Academy, I like to refer to this as creating what you're going to put on Pinterest, what are you going to talk about on your blog, and what you're going to put out into the world to build your portfolio of showing people exactly what they can expect from you and exactly what you can do. So some people think of content creation as, I don't know if you follow influencers in the wild, but just like that, people running around, making a fool of themselves, trying to get a cool shot to post on Instagram just to get the next cool shot. And what I'm talking about is creating an actual skill set and brand and honing who you are as a brand to present to the world. So when somebody finds you and they fall in love with you, that they can instantly go to your website, go to your Instagram, go to your social profiles and say, wow, this person is amazing and look what they can create, right? So last week I did some content creation for Valentine's Day and how it started is, you know, in January when I'm like, okay, what am I going to post about in February? I start going through my tubs of Valentine's Day decor and I pull out what I have and I realize, you know, I don't really like anything that's in here. I'm looking for something new. Like I don't want to decorate with red this year. I want to do something more on trend. And so I start Googling and searching on Pinterest, Valentine's decorations. And when I find things that I like, I kind of get inspired and then I go and I'll usually hit up Amazon. I'll hit up Target and I will go to Hobby Lobby and find things that I love. And I was able to find some rose gold inspired Valentine's Day decor to create a little tablescape and some decorations. And I decided to grab some candies and treats to make a charcuterie board. And for those of you that don't know what a charcuterie board is, it's a board or tray or a platter that's arranged with multiple different items and you kind of pick at it and graze instead of having like a plated meal. They're all the rage right now. If you don't know what a charcuterie board is, definitely Google it. Um, so when I talk about content creation and batching, batching means that you are going to create a lot of content all at one time to spread out for the rest of the month or ideally like the rest of the next quarter or even year, which this concept can actually be used for a ton of different areas of your life. You can do this for your emails. You can do this for your blog, for your social media. You can even do this for cooking. Like if you think about a meal plan, a meal plan is totally batching what you're going to eat and you cook it all at once and you disperse it all at once. And then there you go. So here are some tips on how to be, um, how to start batching. So the first thing I always do is I create outlines of what I want each week to be and what I need for each week. So I try to post on Instagram once a day. I try to do one blog post a week and I try to do three to five podcast episodes per week. And so you can tell that I've been batching when I'm consistently putting out that content because it's already been done. And so how this works is like in my outline, I kind of list out the month and the weeks and the days. And then I have a spreadsheet on Google Sheets that I use to put out the different dates and topics and platforms. And then I start to fill in what I want to talk about. And so in this outline, I'm writing up like the post ideas. I'm writing up like the image ideas. And then what I need to do is actually fulfill 
on those image ideas. So after I've written the outline and I have like an outline for what I want to talk about on the blog, I think about the type of images that I want. So going back to my Valentine's Day tablescape slash decor slash charcuterie board, I knew that there were a lot of components to make up this blog post that I could actually change into more. So Last week, I posted about the decorating of my kitchen and the letter board and the charcuterie board. But as far as blog posts go, I made that one blog post to talk about the whole thing in its entirety. I'm making the charcuterie board its own post, and I'm going to talk about how to build one of those. And so when you go to the store, when you are writing up the content, when you're setting it up, you're thinking ahead. So one of the things, for example, that I did is I took my camera and I put it in time lapse on a little tripod. That's actually not true. I tilted it against um, a bottle holder and I recorded myself making the charcuterie board in a time-lapse video. So that's another piece of content that because I had the foresight to say, okay, building this up is going to be interesting to watch. I'm going to record this. I have another piece of content, right? So jumping back to my post on the Valentine's Day um, spin, like the one take I wanted to talk about was, yes, there's this beautiful setup that you can see. But more than that, I want to talk about the tips on how to help somebody achieve the same results and teach them something very valuable. Now, this is important when you're creating content, because if I'm just putting out a pretty picture saying love, love vibes, you know, like it's not that amazing beyond like, wow, that's a pretty picture. If I actually teach someone something, guess what? All of a sudden it builds a ton of credibility for me to them It makes me more of the expert and I'm hopefully getting them more interested in doing more work with me because as most of you know, I sell courses and that's where I make the majority of my money. Yes, I can do sponsored content and that's one deal. That's one gig. But when I have a student come through my course, I have an advocate for life because now they're certified under me. And so yes, they bought my course, but anyone who comes in contact with them, who asks them for their credentials, they're going to say, oh, I learned and I was trained by Chelsea Curtis from the Party Planner Academy, right? So that to me is like the bigger overall vision, mission picture. So let's go back to this blog post that I have. So the the pictures that I have, if you go to it, you'll see they're beautiful pictures. You wanna make sure they're always bright and clean and that they look good enough to put in a magazine, um, especially for event planners. I think sometimes we think of our photos or documenting our progress as an afterthought. When you're doing an event, it's all about making the event amazing. But I'm telling you, if you do not document it well and you get a picture late at night or the picture is from a cell phone and it's really grainy, it doesn't translate to a potential client that you are somebody that they would want to do business with because they want somebody that's going to represent them in the best possible light. So make sure that you are getting good pictures. A pro tip is if there is actually a photographer at the event, let's say you do a wedding, talk to the photographer and say, hey, can I connect with you and share some of those images after the fact? I'd be more than happy to tag you. Um, Sometimes if you think about making those connections before the event starts, you know it's going to be handled and you don't have to worry about your photo skills lacking or you not having a good camera or having the photos be an afterthought, right? So in my blog post, what am I doing here to add value? So if you go to the blog post, I talk about something that's very common, reduce, reuse, recycle. And so what I'm teaching here, the concept I'm teaching is that in order to be able to throw a Valentine's decor really quickly on a budget is you need to reduce, reuse, and recycle. So when I talk about reduce, I'm talking about the concept that you don't need very much. And if you look at the picture I have, like it's beautiful, but there are actually not a lot of pieces. And so that's the first pro tip, right? And I have a whole paragraph about 
how to be okay with less is more. The second pro tip is reuse. And when I say that I want you to reuse, I'm talking about building up your collection of tools, meaning dishes, stemware, flatware, plates. And if you have a good collection of basic white plates and some chargers and some silverware that is that is nice, you actually don't need very much. And in this reuse portion, I talk about a lot of people will go to the dollar store and buy plastic linens or plastic um, cutlery and paper plates. And every single time you do that, you have to throw those away. So where I give you tips, I say, you know, here's the black linen that I found on the linen tablecloth.com. It was $5 and 98 cents. And I've used it for almost six years now. And so it's more than paid for itself because if every single time I went to buy a black plastic tablecloth from the dollar store, that would cost me a dollar every time, right? Not only is this a real linen, it's more beautiful. And I show the advantages because I think sometimes we think, oh gosh, I can't afford that. And it's not that we can't afford it. You're either going to Crate and Barrel where it's like $59 for a linen or you're looking online and you just, you know, maybe you just don't know. That's the thing is I feel like when you share these types of pro tips, people just don't know what they don't know. And it all of a sudden builds a ton of trust because you're giving them your insider information and insider tips, right? It's like, oh my gosh, that's so great. And so explaining this to people, giving the answers to them is what will help make you an expert and build credibility. The third step here is called recycling. And in this, I talk about, again, you're spending a little bit of money to invest in these things. Now reuse them and recycle them all the time. That's the biggest trip for saving money. And then all you need to do is buy a little bit here or there to really make it come together and to have it be something that is easily to duplicate and not only shows up well in a picture, but represents you and your brand the way that you want. So that's kind of what I talked about for my blog post. I did some more pictures of the tablescape. And then at the bottom, I did a quick recap for those people who always scroll down to the bottom to just kind of see the pictures and see what the final, the final notes were. But that is basically how you do batching. And that's how I tied it into my blog post. And then what you're going to see is this week, my charcuterie board blog post is coming out where I talk about how to build a charcuterie board, what the components were, all of the ingredients, the cost, all of that. So again, it's, it's a little bit of planning on the batching side because you need to be able to have these pieces come together so that when people see the final product, you're giving them those pro insider tips. And that, my friends, is what's going to make you rise up to the top as an expert in being an event planner and as being someone that people can look to because they know it's not like you're just going to say, oh, here's some pretty photos. You're welcome, right? You're going to say, here's some pretty photos of what I did and here's a step further how to duplicate it. And then you, the creator, take it 10 steps further by batching it all out and being able to have all of this done in two days of your month, getting all of the content purchased, set up, photographed, written out, scheduled out, pro proofread, and done. And then you can start moving on to the next thing that you want to talk about. Now, part of batching is making sure that you're coming up with content that is not only easy to consume, duplicatable, but it speaks to your audience. So one of the mistakes I've made is like, I've, I'm really interested in business. I've invested a lot of time. I've invested a lot of money into personal development and, and classes and mentors and conferences and mastermind groups. And so I like to talk about those things. And what I find is 99% of the people that follow me are not to that level yet. They're just like, how do I even start? They don't care about like, you know, how to make 
um, a market test group and how to, you know, launch a new business successfully and how to find investors or how to network with the right type of people that can grow your audience because you're leveraging their audience. They don't, they're not even to that point yet, right? They're just to the very beginning stages of like, how do I even start? Like, I just have an idea and I just want someone to tell me that I'm good enough to put it into motion. And if that's where you are, then you've totally come to the right place. And that is exactly why I have my courses. And whether you're somebody that's like, you know, I want to take this way beyond just an idea. Like I want this to be my full-time career, um, where I'm at currently, that's great too. And so again, like the best way to, to start is to find a mentor, to link arms and to learn how to do it the correct way. And then to set yourself up as a business right off the bat and to start putting out content and finding people who are willing to pay you for your talent of event planning. If you've already been doing that for a while, then it's time for you to level up and take it to the next level. And that's why I have, again, challenges in my different courses and my mastermind groups to teach people where to find people that have audiences that you can speak to, how to speak at conferences, how to get TV segments, how to sell a course, how to, you know, create a brand where national sponsors are saying, I want to pay you or I want to work with you. And that my friends is how you're going to take your hobby to a actual career and a place where you are not only creating content, but getting paid to do what you love every single day. And if you're like me, to be able to do that in your own time with your own schedule while babies are crawling all over you, while you're raising kids and doing it in the cracks of your life. And I think 2020 is the year for creators and it's the year for women in business who have a dream, who want to do something creative with their life. And I want to challenge you that If this is what you are meant to do, if you see people like me and myself going and putting beautiful party content online or having events or bringing people together, whatever it is, that if it's possible for any one of us, it's also possible for you. So I would love to help mentor you. I'm always looking for people who are hardworking and eager and who want to take their business to the next level. And if that's you, definitely reach out to me. Um, If you are liking this podcast, if you love what you hear, I would love for you to share this and tag me at Chelsea Curtis or at the Party Planner Academy on Instagram and tell me what topics you would like help with. And I'd love to speak to you and speak to those. And also another great way to show some love is to write a review about how much you love this podcast. They really are the best way to tell me what you think of the podcast and to let me know I'm on the right track delivering the type of content that helps you grow your event planning business. Thank you guys so much for being here from the bottom of my heart. And I'll catch you in the next episode. 